Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Student of the Gun University, a place for education and enlightenment. We help you gain a new perspective and understanding of firearms training. Your teacher today will be Professor Paul Markle, a veteran small arms and tactics instructor with 30 years of knowledge and experience. Grab your number two pencil, turn to page one, and let the learning begin. All right, thank you, Johnny, for that fantastic introduction, and welcome again to another Student of the Gun University podcast. And uh, you saw the title, and it's called Stop Handicapping Yourself with Bad Gear. We uh, recently, well, this last past weekend, we held our martial application of the pistol class. It's a two-day training class. It's a, we call MAP 201. And uh, every time we, we do this, every time I host training or every time I, I teach, there's generally one or two lessons. And one of the lessons that, uh, well, that I felt I would impart to you guys was poor choices in gear will handicap your training experience. When you go to a training class, whether it's a one-day class, two-day class, five-day class, three-day class, whatever, you've taken the time, you know, you've booked the class, you did the, you know, you did the enrollment, you set everything up, you're ready to go, you travel to the school, right? You do all of that, then you get there, get out to the range, start the training, and realize what? Your belt's not what it needs to be. Your holster is not what it needs to be. It won't stay secured to your body. Your holster won't stay secured to your body because every time you pull the gun out, the holster either comes out with it or it moves or shifts or what have you. Or let's say you watch the Instagram ad. Yeah, you, you saw the ad for the newest, coolest, super awesome add-on accessory for your gun and boy it sure did seem like a great idea yep and so you bought that thing and you screwed it on installed it did whatever onto your gun and then you get to the range and you find out that that new accessory is causing your gun to become a jamomatic. yes indeed and uh, that is going to hamper you or or the 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 quintessential no-no is going to a gun show and buying the Ziploc bag of reloaded ammo because it's super cheap. Oh, oh yeah, the guy at the gun show was selling Ziploc bags of, uh, or quart, quart bags of reloads. And I thought, man, I'm going to a class, so I'll, I'll pick up a bunch of that ammo. And then you find out that the, uh, that the guy who did that... Um, Let's just say a little bit suspect. And now you're struggling because you're having problems with your ammunition. Poor gear choices are going to handicap you. Now, I'm not saying that you need to drop thousands of dollars on gear to go to a training class. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I'm saying is that bargain shopping or... I'll give you a great example. You go online and you decide you want to buy a holster. You need to buy a holster for the class or you need to buy a holster for concealed carry or whatever. And you shop for holsters and you see, well, that name brand one is, let's say it's X. Let's say it's going to cost $59. You didn't have any problem spending $500 for your pistol, but then you encounter a holster 
and it's $59. And you're like, oh, I don't, I don't want to pay $59 for a holster. This one over here is $33, and it looks like it's the same. It looks like it's the same. It's not the same. There's a reason that there's a price difference. There's a reason that that is a bargain holster uh, or a bargain belt or what have you. There's a reason for that because the, well, think about it like this. If, if you don't know how manufacturing works, when, you know, in order for a manufacturer to make any kind of money at all, uh, they have to mark up their product. There's margins, right? Because uh, you've got to pay your workers. You've got to pay for the utilities on the facility. You've got to pay the rent. You've got to pay the taxes. You've got to pay everything. So uh, that all goes into the cost of the item. If you're buying a $32 or $29 holster on Amazon online, right? You went online, oh, $29.99. Well, that looks like, that looks like the other holsters, but it's way cheaper. That's probably a $10 holster. That was probably made in China for $10. You think that a $10 holster is something that you is going to hold up and you can, and you know, you should be wearing the holsters and the gear that you're planning on wearing in the future, right? So bargain shopping for cheap stuff is not a great idea. Uh, because you are going to handicap yourself. And when you handicap yourself with this cheap garbage, what you end up doing is instead of focusing on learning, you're instead focusing on trying to fix your gear issues. And that is a tremendous distraction. And you're handicapping yourself. And uh, I, I don't, I don't want to break your hearts or anything, but here's the reality of it. If you go to a class and there's you know, 8, 9, 10, 12, 15 other people in that class... The whole class isn't going to stop and wait for you to fix your crappy gear problems. The class needs to go on and the instructor needs to keep teaching and it's not fair to the other students to hold up the drills because you can't get your holster to work or because your belt isn't working right or because whatever, because you and you know, you installed X accessory on your gun and now it's causing you to have massive frequent stoppages right we can't hold up the class because you showed up with crappy gear you know, like it's not fair to everybody else uh and it's going to be a distraction to you and you're handicapping yourself now one of the things that you should do especially with belts and holsters belts holsters and clothing i'll give you this one Belts, holsters, and clothing. Uh, in our at, at Student of the Gun University or SOTGU, what we in our our student gear list, one of the things that we always put in there is loose, comfortable clothing. Right now, I'm not telling you to show up with sweatpants on. As a matter of fact, I would prefer you didn't show up with sweatpants on. But you should have clothing that is loose and comfortable and rugged and also has belt loops. Yes, Gen Z, I'm talking to you. Gen Z males or, you know, men in the Gen Z crowd that wear pants that don't have belt loops. Oh, yeah, they're super comfortable lounge pants. That's great. But here's the deal. You're going to be carrying a gun. You need to wear a sturdy, good belt, and you should have freaking belt loops. 
Yes, your pants should have belt loops. I never thought in a million years that I would have to tell adult men, uh, an adult man is a man over age 18, 18 or over. Uh, I never thought in a million years I would have to tell adult men that when they come to the range, they need to wear pants with belt loops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in our world where men are walking around in public with pants that don't have belt loops on them. I don't know what kind I don't know what kind of clothing manufacturer makes pants for men that don't have belt loops. But uh yeah. Things like that. What are you going to wear to the range? I don't know. Well, figure it out. Figure it out before you get to the training range. Put on the pants, put on the belt, put on the holster, put on the ammo pouches the magazine pouches put that stuff on and take an empty gun say that again take an unloaded and empty gun and make and put it in that holster go to your garage your basement your whatever where nobody else is around you're not distracted and practice getting the gun out of i'm not telling you to do a thousand draw strokes but you should be able to pull the gun out of the out of the holster without the holster coming with the gun or it's shifting or the, the belt shifting or whatever. Uh, do that before you get to the training range. Okay. Do that before you get to the training range. Now I, I would, we had a couple of students that did exactly the right thing. They showed up on the range with two guns of identical caliber and identical function so just in case one of them went down, that uh, they would have a backup, which is a good idea. Now, that doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen. It does happen. Uh, we do have loner guns. We, we've got a loner gun with loner, well, we have multiple loner guns with loner holsters and so forth that we can loan you, uh, but still you want to get through the class with your gear, if at all possible. So my advice to you, if you're going to book a, a slot in a training school, and you should, you should be getting training, make sure that your gear is going to work. Try it out. Try it on. Put the stuff on. Put the holster on. Figure out where you're going to, you know, are you going to, some people like appendix, and we allow that. We just have special uh, training instructions for people that have appendix holsters uh, or hip holsters or, or you know, Oh, here's one for you. Gentlemen and gentlemen and ladies, ladies probably don't do this very often, but gentlemen, if you're going to show up to a training class with a, quote, drop leg holster, the drop leg holster should be no lower on your hip than your fingertips when your arms are relaxed by your side. All right? It should not be, the holster should not be down by your knee. What you should be able to do, put your drop leg holster on your body, put your and stand up straight, let your arms hang naturally at your sides, and you should be able to curl the tips of your fingers underneath the holster. That's as low as it should be. You don't want it down by your knee. You want it up relatively high on your thigh. And most most drop rig thigh holsters require some well, they require some adjustment. You're going you're gonna to need to adjust them. And if they won't adjust, 
any higher than that if they're you know if they're their only adjustment is that being down by your knee uh that's wrong that is incorrect that is wrong that is way too low uh, and that's not where they're supposed to be take it from somebody who's worn drop leg body armor holsters for years and years and years and years so there you go that is your advice go to sotgu.com right now sotgu.com short for student of the gun university we have a full calendar open right now we have a full calendar of events uh we have pistol rifle shotgun precision rifle uh we have the handgun classes that we're going to be doing in utah in the spring we have handgun classes. We have the martial application of the handgun that we're going to be doing in Tennessee. We do that in Tennessee in uh, mid-March. Then we're going to be in Texas, in the Nacogdoches area of Texas in late March. Or So uh, if you'd like to jump into one of those, if you guys don't want to drive all the way out to the west, which you should, you should drive to the mountains. It's, it's worth the drive. But uh, if Tennessee or Texas is more convenient for you, we'll be doing that. So we've got shotgun, rifle, precision rifle, and handgun classes. Plus, we have our, our core classes like the seven training tips. We have the Legion of Michael training course, all of that. And you can find it at SOTGU. All right, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, that is it for today. Thank you very much for joining me. I am your host, Paul Markle. Remember, you're a beginner once, a student for life. Thanks for joining us today. We are big fans of the value for value model. Please go to SOTGU.com to contribute the amount that best fits the value that you got out of this lesson. It could be $5 or $5 million. By contributing, you will help the show grow and assist in the education of your peers. And remember, you are a beginner once, a student for life.